Hello, and welcome to Brand Clarity by Visions to Images, where we focus on strategy and business development for entrepreneurs at all different levels through branding and digital marketing techniques. Susie Libertor is the founder and art director of Visions to Images Creative Services, LLC. For the last decade, she has personally been instrumental in bridging gaps between the global digital market and neighborhood locations for some of the biggest brands around. Growth is possible for even a single location with the right professional branding techniques and Susie's signature strategies of Visions to Images. Stand out from your competitors and bring your visions to life while watching your sales skyrocket. Your host for this is Susie Libertor, owner of Visions to Images. Hello, everybody. Today on the podcast, I have Mike Hurley with Cleveland Video Pro. I've known Mike, gosh, for years, probably. We've crossed so many paths and I've seen him really go into his journey full-blown. So it's exciting for him to kind of come on and share not only about his company, but about that journey and what he's done. And I'm I'm just excited. I love connecting with entrepreneurs. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Susie. Appreciate it. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you got started in in your field or yeah, how you got here. Uh yeah. So it's been it's been quite a journey. Kind of going back to high school, I needed an extra elective credit and chose photography just to kind of to fill the time and didn't really think that it was gonna turn into anything. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I found myself in the dark room after class and kind of just spending all my extra time there. Uh, I always had a camera with me and I uh, just kind of evolved into that. In about two, 2010, I started as a wedding photographer, just like a lot of people in the creative industry, I feel like, uh, at least photography wise. Uh, and that slowly evolved into getting into more video. The studio that I worked with, uh, we were one of the first uh, kind of cinematic wedding film studios. And that's where I picked it up. One of my coworkers there really taught me the ins and outs, all the technical side of things as far as video goes. I had the composition and the artistic side from being a photographer mm. and it just kind of made, made sense to make that shift. I really just needed to learn one, how to edit video and two, how to uh, set up cameras and audio and kind of more just the, t- the technical things that go along with it. Right. I think it's, I think my story is kind of similar in a sense where I was designing stuff and I knew I liked it at, at a young age, but then people doubted you like, oh, that's not going to make enough money. Oh, it's not good. It's not a good career, et cetera, et cetera. But when you learn that you want to do something that you're passionate and you love and you know when you find that, like that's so keen and so important. I could be working another job somewhere else, but I'd be miserable, right? So and yeah, exactly. I think that's like part of people thinking they need that fulfillment of I'm going to do what my parents want me to do and not do what I want to do. Or I'm going to do something and I don't even know if I like it. I mean, we don't want to live like that. I, I didn't want to live like that. I, I mean, so many people doubted so much and they're always going to have that. And I don't think, I don't want to say you should prove them wrong, but at the same time, like I didn't care about proving them wrong, but at the same time, I still look back and I'm like, wow, <laughs> can you imagine? So I love it. I know you just went full time too with your video. So tell us like how that journey is going. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a whirlwind, kind of a short backstory. I I had a nine to five job. I was working at a company in a position that I had no interest in being in. Yeah. Um, I had some experience from previous jobs in that role, but it just wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't something I was passionate about. It was more just so that I had a a job to support my family and make sure bills and stuff were paid. And, uh, it just got to a point where I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, 
like physically, I could feel myself physically getting sick. My mental health was starting to decline. And uh, my wife and I are, are big advocates for that. Um, we always make sure that we're both in a good headspace. Um, we try our best to kind of talk to each other and get our feelings and stuff out. Uh, and she realized, she recognized that I wasn't happy. So on actually the Monday after Easter, uh, she sent me a text message on her way to work. She said, hey, I understand you're miserable. I know that it's not what you want to be doing and pretty much do what you need to do. And uh, just from her support, I made the decision to walk in on Monday morning and just resign. <laughs> I turned in my, my resignation letter, my company business card, keys, everything that they needed or that I had. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of ripped off the Band-Aid, if you will. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. It was such a weight off my shoulders. I felt immediately, I just felt like this release of stress and anxiety. And those are things that I had never really felt before in my life. Right. Yeah. So kind of fast forward to now, I've been really focusing in on uh, helping clients just create videos that promote their product, their service, kind of solve some issues or not issues, but... Their solutions and problems and all that. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, And I know you and I both work together with uh, Steve over at MBG. Mm -hmm. I've been helping him and his team kind of just create those tools, if you will, right? to just kind of keep the process moving and and grow their business as well. Yeah. And I mean, um, video is so huge and so popular and it's not, it's not going away. It's actually going to keep growing. I mean, look at reels and Instagram stories, all this stuff, right? Uh, whether, I mean, and it doesn't, when people think of video, it can be this big, long thing, but it can also be something like we did with uh, um, now hiring ads where right. it's a graphic, it's some images and some text, like you don't always need to be behind the camera. Those are, of course, great. Don't get me wrong, but there are ways to kind of do that. And then you can reuse them over and over and over again, on top of the fact that you can put them into, like I said, stories, ads. I mean, there's tons of ways to use video. And, Definitely. you know, it takes a whole three seconds to really engage somebody and bring them in. So it's so important, whether that is on videos or in just static graphics, whatever, but we have to draw them. In. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the the common holdup or uh, I guess pain point for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners is they just don't know where to start. They're uncomfortable on camera. They don't know the editing process. They see video as this big, huge, I guess, undertaking um, where like you said, like reels and there's those short snippets are, are where people are engaging their, and kind of consuming that content. Uh, so there is a time and a place for like highly produced exactly. videos and, and pieces. But in today's day and age, you can like record a, an Instagram reel or an Instagram yeah. story and it's gone the next day. And a lot of people, I also feel like they get hung up on like it has to be perfect the first time. So they're on camera and they're like trying to get all these words out and they're trying to make it perfect and they're trying to remember their script. But all you have to do is just relax, say what needs to be said. And if you don't like it, you can just stop and restart. Well, I also think it's interesting too, is when you do videos, you can always piece apart little segments so that you can repurpose and you can use those for reels and stories or posts, like whatever you want to use them for. So that's like a great piece where you're getting all of this I mean, you, I would probably say there's at least five to seven little snippets of each video that you can just pull from and reuse them over and over and over and over again. Hey there, I want to interrupt this episode with a quick message. If you're listening to this podcast episode and want to learn about branding your franchise or small business, then go to brandingbridge.com. That's branding-bridge.com. Yeah, and and that's how I look at, at videos. So kind of the 
the framework that I use is when working with a client, we'll have like a long, maybe three, five, even 10 minute video mm-hmm. that we use for like posting to YouTube. And from that, you can piece out the 60 second clips and 30 second clips. So you have this one long piece post on YouTube or you post on your website or Facebook, and then you use those micro content pieces, as I call it, to drive back to the long form or your website or you have like a, a purchase funnel or something like that. Those little micro content pieces are really what will drive it back. And I love it too, because you can put an embed on your website. I know Christina has her video embedded on her website. Mm-hmm. But that's another way. Like you just post it to YouTube, you embed a link and it's on your on your website. Easy. I mean, right. pages, landing pages, whatever. And so there's so many ways to use that video, not just for social, but all over the place. And I mean, yeah, I think the biggest thing is people are scared for two reasons when it comes to video, in my opinion. And that is price. And they don't want to get in front of it. And they know what's involved. They know, oh, I don't want to get in front of the camera. I don't even know what I would say, like all of those things. And I know, I mean, that's, I went through that at one point, but now I kind of don't, I really don't do as much video as I should. But yeah, I think that when it comes to that, I think that there's education and information that people need to understand. It's the same thing with branding. They think, oh my God, it's too expensive. I don't need it. I'm not going to get a return on investment. All of these things, like all these hurdles that they come over. But at the end of the day, you can get a return on investment. It might not be immediate, but you will get a return on investment. And it's one of those things where you're going to procrastinate it and not do it, or you're going to try to do it and it's not going to be good. So- that point, like it's always good to reach out. I notice a lot of times people come to me for branding or any service and they're like, oh, I would love to work with you, but I can't X, Y, Z, whatever. And they come back later, like months or years later. And they're like, okay, I'm finally ready. And it's like, they have that understanding that I do need it, but I don't know when I need it. But then they realize, oh, I I need it now. Right. It's just like a sales funnel in a process. That's why it's so important to keep that growing. Yeah. And, and that's where I've got a lot of my clients is just a lot of networking and building relationships over the years and just kind of being that the person that provides that value and kind of helps out, um, bridges that gap, just sharing information, letting people know that, hey, I understand video seems like this crazy big undertaking. And it can be sometimes, but the longer you put it off, that you're just putting yourself farther back. Right. Absolutely. So my last kind of question for you, if you could give any advice to a business owner, whether they're just starting off or they're established, what advice would it be? I would say my advice to business owners is just just jump in and get started, whether it's uh, on Facebook Live or Instagram Live. I know live being live kind of has this negative connotation or people are scared about it. But in all reality, going live will give you that practice of getting your thoughts in order, maybe writing down a list of things that you want to talk about in your live. And it just repetition, like you get that practice when you go live, or even if you just want to hold up your phone, like grab your phone, record a video and not even show it to anyone. At least you're getting that practice. At least you're getting in front of the camera. Even myself, like I've, I've always been behind the camera. That was my comfort zone. And up until recently, I've been doing more Facebook lives. I've been getting in front of the camera and just kind of working through that fear and just practicing. So that would be my advice is just get out, do it. And like I said, video, you can delete it if you don't like it. That's kind of my, my advice there. My sales coach back a while ago, um, she talks, she talks about anchor content, which is basically like posting each week questions and then using that as a connection strategy and all that fun stuff. So it's like you ask a question, you figure something out, and then you post a video and you go live, you talk about it, you create something. Right. And for a while, I used to go live like 
way back in the day. I'm so probably like two, two and a half, three years ago. And I went live because she was like, just go live, just do it. It's going to create that awareness for your audience. And if people watch it, great. If they don't, whatever. And it's like, I had like a script kind of figured out, like not super scripty, but like I had topics. So I was best prepared. And I mean, they went okay. They were pretty much good. But if you if you're nervous about going live, I mean, you can always do a pre-recorded video too and just upload it. You're not going to get as much out of it. Live videos can get more traction, but there's always all of those other possibilities, but something is better than nothing. And I also I was also thinking when you were talking, like if you want to go live, it might be better to go live with team members, friends, colleagues, like so that they can help you break the ice. And it's not just you and you feeling so much anxiety because you have all these other people and you can lean in on each other as well to kind of break that up. That's a great point. And that's why I've been doing interviews like this um, podcast and other live interviews. You have that other person to kind of play off and talk back with. And it feels more like feels more of just a conversation between two people rather than right. being like, and once you're in into it and you're in the role, you completely forget about it. And you're like, totally. oh, yeah, all right, that was awesome. But I forgot we were live. And then you're like, well, it's over now. So, Or you could even interview people too, like so that you're not necessarily talking, but you're still getting that that feeling of you're in front of the camera, but you're interviewing mm-hmm. the else. So they're doing all the talking and you don't have to. Yeah. So like understanding that, There's ways to kind of break it so that it's not always you. I mean, if you're going live, I wouldn't suggest anyways more than five minutes max. Oh, yeah. So it's usually short and easy and quick. So I wouldn't worry too much, but it's a good starting point. Yeah, definitely. And you can you can pick a topic. And like you said, talk for a couple minutes, right? five, six minutes. And then your next time you go live, expound on that topic. Mm -hmm. Right. Just have keep kind of keep a running list of things you want to talk about and just go go that route, I guess. Yeah, I love it. No, I think it's all perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to chat with you. And I'm sure there's so much stuff that people can think about now. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was was great to get on here and and chit chat a little bit. Thank you everybody for listening in on today's Brand Clarity episode with Susie Libertor. Two things. First and foremost, please, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave some positive reviews. Also, don't forget to sign up for Stop Sending Your Customers to the Competition and get my insider secrets to compelling branding that converts. You can find that at branding-bridge.com. It's a free workbook for you to check out right now. All the branding techniques and strategies that I use for my paying clients.